You're listening to your superpowered mind on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that investigates the innate power within your brain to create lasting change. Hello, everyone. Welcome to your superpowered mind. I'm your host, Kristen Maxwell. And in this show, we explore the process of transformation and give you tools and strategies that you can use to transform your own life. Today, we have a treat. I am going to be talking to somebody about time management from a self-care perspective. And who here couldn't use a little bit more self-care and a little bit more time management? We're going to be speaking to Beatrice Noyelita, which I've butchered her name, but um, it's spelled, just so you know, N-A-U-J-A-L-Y-T-E. And Beatrice is the creator behind the Bliss Bean, a popular YouTube channel, which has planning and personal development tips. And her focus is to help those who are seeking to design a meaningful and joyful life. Since 2018, her channel has grown to over 250,000 subscribers and her videos on planning and organization and such have garnered over 10 million views. She also has a weekly newsletter and a podcast with thousands of listens. The cool thing, the extra cool thing is that Beatrice is actually a college student. So she is doing all of this as a youngster. So I'm super interested in getting her perspective on how she got to be in this place and how she guides other people. So anyway, Beatrice, welcome to your superpowered mind. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's it's a delight. And so my first question is always, what superpower did you uncover as the result of mastering your mind? Um, I would say one of the most important superpowers that I've discovered and started to use is time blocking my calendar. I found that it um, allows me to plan my time in a way that no other technique has helped me to figure out. And it also helps me to make sure that I'm scheduling enough time for relaxation and self-care and going about everything in the most efficient way that I can. Ah, that's that's great. And I really want to get into some of the nuts and bolts of, of how do you help people, guide people to um, set up these kind of systems. But how did you get involved in this, in, you know, starting your, um, your channel, but also like, where did this need or this desire to work on time management and self-care come up? Sure. Um, I would say that I've always been really interested in planning and organization. Like I really liked having my paper planners and organizing my schoolwork and making everything pretty. But I would say I never really was able to pair that with time management until high school, because up until then I was organized and I enjoyed planning, but I was a huge procrastinator. And I just didn't know how to balance my time and my energy in an effective way. So I think in high school, when things just started getting a lot busier and I had a lot more on my plate, was when I started realizing that I also needed to um, figure out the time management side of the equation. And once I started 
learning about that on the internet and experimenting with different techniques to find what worked for me was when I really realized the power of these techniques to allow me to do all of the things that I was interested in with the limited amount of time that I had. And then the reason that I started my YouTube channel was because another thing that I was always interested in ever since I was little was things like taking photos and writing and just making things to share with the world. And so I had dabbled with blogging since middle school. And then in high school, I took a videography class and I did an internship where I was producing a lot of videos. And so I thought, why not try blogging, but in a video format? And that's when I decided to give YouTube a try. I made my first video in 2018, and then I just kept making them and making them every week. And luckily, it started to grow, and it grew way, way more than I ever imagined that it would. Yeah, that's super. It's really interesting. And so are you... Um... I mean, you obviously stand out from people your age. I have a couple of college age kids and they're awesome, but they are not um, creating things like this. Have you always been kind of a like a forward go getter out there in front sort of person? Or is this a new thing for you? Just out of curiosity. I think so. I mean, as I said, when I was younger, I I was pretty ambitious and things like that, but I just wasn't very good at time management. I was a procrastinator. And so I often felt very overwhelmed because I was always trying to do everything and do it as well as I could. Um, and then so it wasn't until high school that I figured out how to do that in a sustainable way that didn't burn me out. Um, and I would say I always liked creating things like my parents always like to say that even when I was just a few years old, I would like to go around with like one of the first digital cameras that they had and just take photos of random things in our house. Um, I like doing the yearbook in middle school. I did the school newspaper. I like making little videos of trips that me and my family went on. So making things is always a part of my life for sure. Yeah, definitely a creator. Okay, well, I'm super excited to actually get into some of the nuts and the bolts of about what you recommend for time management um, for people who are completely disorganized and are looking to get some more organization. Um, but first, we're going to take a break. Can you let people know where they can find more about you and your work and all that you put out there? Of course. So my website is theblissbean.com. And on YouTube, my channel is called The Bliss Bean. And on Instagram, it's also at The Bliss Bean. Great. Thank you. We'll be back in a moment. Um, so hang on. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. If you're ready to transform yourself and transform the world through podcasting, we invite you to join us. We co-create a non-competitive, collaborative environment designed to support you as you step into your greatness. Go now to superpowerexperts.com and click on the programs tab to get started today. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Kristen Maxwell, and I'm talking to Beatrice Noyelita about time management and fitting self-care into that. So you talked before about time blocking. So what is that? And how do you get started with that? <laughs> if that's a question <laughs> we can answer. Yeah, so... 
I always like to contrast time blocking with just having a to-do list. So to-do lists are what I used to do. I used to just write down at the start of the week all of the things that I needed to do and just arrange them into to-do lists for each day of the week. And that sort of worked, but what ended up happening a lot of the time was that I would overschedule myself because I'm pretty optimistic, but that can be ineffective sometimes because if you're overly optimistic about what you can get done, you can really overwhelm yourself and overschedule yourself. And so I think that's what would happen a lot of the time for me is I would have this to-do list, but I would have to stay up until the early hours of the night in order to get it done. And that just really was not good for me. I wasn't taking the best care of myself. And so something that I started doing a few years ago was time blocking. So time blocking is when you like schedule a chunk of time on your calendar for doing a specific task. So instead of just having a list of things to do, you have your calendar with different blocks, a block for each thing that you plan to do that day. Um, So I guess probably how it started out for me was that even before I did time blocking, I really liked having a consistent morning routine and waking up at a consistent time. And so I realized that that was kind of like the first block in my calendar. Um, I actually took two gap years after high school. So part of the reason why I started doing time blocking was because I suddenly had a lot of unstructured time to work with. Like in high school, most of my day was taken up by actually being at school and having classes. And then once my once I graduated and once my gap year began, I just had the whole day to myself and I needed to create a little bit of structure for myself. So basically, I switched my weekly planning process so that I still started by writing out all of my tasks for the week. But then instead of just writing them under a day of the week, I would actually create a block on my calendar for when I would get that done. And so this has really helped me because now I can actually see like how much is realistic for me to get done in the span of a week. And I can also be pretty flexible about it as well, because if something changes in my schedule, it's very easy for me to just literally click, drag and drop the blocks around and know that the schedule is still going to work out. Everything is still going to get done, uh, but I have the freedom to make changes if I ever want to. Yeah. And so that whole realism, they're being realistic about how long things take. So would you say like, say for example, you're, I mean, it's kind of easy if, if it's exercise, cause you're going to, you can say like, okay, it's going to be an hour and a half, you know, with getting there and changing and all of that sort of stuff. But let's say you have a project. How do you recommend people sort of start to figure out? Do you just say, okay, I'm going to work on it for two hours. And as much as I get done, I get done. Or, well, what do you recommend? Yeah, so definitely some tasks are easier to predict than others. I think one thing that has helped me with this is that even before I started doing time blocking, I also like doing something called time tracking, which is just tracking how much time you spend on different kinds of activities. Um, And so I had done that for quite a while when I started time blocking. So 
I already had developed a pretty good awareness of how long different things take me. So some things like, for example, writing my weekly newsletter or something like that, um, or filming videos have become pretty consistent for me. So like, I know that if I schedule one and a half hours for writing my newsletter, that will definitely be enough. But like having that little deadline makes sure that I'm working efficiently and not spending too much time on it. But then there are definitely other projects that are more open-ended, especially if it's something that's new to you, something, maybe some new creative thing that you're trying that you've never done before. And in that case, generally my mindset is, exactly what you said like I'll probably schedule about two hours and see how far I can get with that and then plan from there so one one thing to point out is that when I plan my week at the start of the week the first few days of the week like Monday Tuesday Wednesday are planned out quite detailed like it's pretty solid and I probably won't change that but then from there on out it gets less and less um concrete because each day as I see what progress I've made on my projects then I can plan for the next few days Um, so I think just like scheduling two hours and seeing how much you can get done is really good because at least for me that's generally how long I can stay really focused on one task I know that if I like schedule the entire day to work on one thing Personally, I would get very tired and burnt out from that. And uh-huh. so for me, just limiting it to two or so out two or so hours is the best thing. That's good. And then I guess what I, I'm liking about the idea of time blocking is you can say, well, I'm going to exercise this many days a week and I know I have to make dinner and go shopping and I can fit these in and do you fit those things in first and the work around that or are there is there any advice on which to fit in first or not really um personally when I'm planning I like to fit in the tasks that are the most important and most difficult so I really like this analogy I think it's from um I think it's from the seven habits of highly effective people like the big rocks first analogy where Mm. if you have like big rocks, which represent your really important time consuming tasks, but the ones that are going to contribute the most to your progress. And then you have like little chores and things like that, which are smaller pebbles and then really, really small things, which are, which is the sand. If you start with putting the sand in the jar and then the small rocks and then the big rocks, By the time you get to the big rocks, they're not going to fit in the jar. However, if you start with the big rocks and then you put in the small ones, they kind of fit around in the gaps between the big rocks and then finally put in the sand at the end and it fills in all the little gaps. And so that's what I try to think about when I'm doing my schedule is usually my big rocks are things like filming videos or editing videos because those are some very, very time-consuming activities, but they're very important because my YouTube channel is kind of the main um, aspect of the Bliss Bean. Mm-hmm. And so once I schedule that in first, then I can schedule everything else in. So medium-sized rocks would be like writing my newsletter because that's only an hour and a half. It's pretty easy to find time for that um, or exercise or things like that. And then 
any other little thing like for example responding to text messages or responding to some emails or things like that is things that just kind of will naturally fall in around the stuff that you've scheduled into your day like you can always find little gaps in your day for those tiny tasks to happen so yeah i think my my general suggestion is just starting with the really big time consuming and important things yeah and so i, I what i wonder is I, so so many people get sucked into checking email um you know multiple times a day and i have found myself doing that sometimes where i'm working and it's like oh i can see i've got new things do you actually schedule a time where you're going to be okay i'm going to check my email or do you just do it around the edges um, I think it, that kind of varies. I, I've experimented with both. I think the important thing for me is to just like be intentional about when I sit down and I'm like, okay, I'm opening my inbox to answer emails. I'm not just opening it to check it and read it and then set it aside because I know that that's going to distract me for the rest of the day if I don't respond to it there and then. Um, so sometimes I will schedule some time in the evening after my big important stuff is done to check emails. Um, Sometimes now that I've started college, I have a lot more of those little gaps in my schedule. So for example, a lot of times I'll get to class and it just takes a while for the class to get going. Like we have to take attendance, we have to get the projector set up or things like that. And so I'll have like 10 to 15 minutes and sometimes I will intentionally decide to use that time for email because I have my computer with me. I don't have anything else to do. I It's not enough time to like get into flow and get focused on some creative task, but it's just the right kind of setting for just knocking out a few emails that I have time for. Yeah, perfect. That's great. And so one of the, you know, a lot of what you talk about is around self-love and self-care. So what do you mean by self-care? I guess let's just start from that from there. Yeah, um I guess I've been seeing a shift in the productivity space online where it used to be very very rigid like you just have to you just have to do things, no excuses, like don't wait to be motivated, just get things done. And while I definitely agree with some of that, like there's definitely value in learning how to make yourself sit down and do stuff that you might not feel like doing. I also felt like it was lacking some understanding of like of things that we personally face that make it difficult for us to be productive and not always possible for that sort of get it done mindset to work. And so I think ultimately self-care is just like acknowledging that we are human and we're not robots, we're not machines, and we have to take into account that we need we need sleep, we need movement, and we need to eat healthily, um, just have time to rest and socialize, like all of those things that make us feel better. Um, it's necessary to include that in basically our recipe for ourselves instead of just purely focusing on like how much time do you spend working and how much time do you get done because we're not just robots that are built for working yeah 
Well, and that's what, what I'm wondering. So do you actually put blocks for those in or do you have sort of the understanding that you're going to turn to some of that when some of the things are done? Um, yeah, I definitely schedule blocks for some of it. So for example, my morning routine and my bedtime routine are a big part of that. I need to start and end my day in a relaxed sort of way, just kind of focusing on my thoughts and not immediately responding to what's going on in the outside world. And then part of my time blocking is also scheduling time to hang out with friends. Um, Like I'm a big believer that in most cases, even if I'm having a very busy week, um, if someone, if a friend invites me to go do something or to call for an hour or two, it's probably beneficial for me to say yes to that. Um, And so time blocking always makes me feel empowered to schedule time to socialize and relax, even if there's a lot of other stuff going on, because I can see that even if there's a lot of work blocks on my calendar, there's still room for a relaxing or socializing block. Um, And then other times it's just, uh, it's just, I'll do self-care as the need arises. Like if I'm starting to feel that the feelings of overwhelm or stress are starting to arise, then that's when that flexibility of time blocking really comes in handy. Cause then I might be like, you know, this evening, I really don't have it in me to do this work that I was planning to do. So I'm going to shift some things around and reschedule so that tonight I can just watch a movie or something like that, just to, um, balance myself again and make sure that I'm not burning myself out. Yeah, that's good. It, um, so you you said that you used to procrastinate. Do you still procrastinate? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, not really. Um, I think that time blocking really, really helps to fight against that because I think the biggest mindset switch when you start time blocking is you're no longer just asking yourself in the moment, what is it that I should be doing now? Because I think that that's the question that leads to procrastination. If you have nothing planned, if there's nothing on your schedule and you just ask yourself, how should I spend this time? Then, of course, you're probably not going to feel like doing some of those difficult tasks that are on your to-do list. However, if you have time blocked your day already and you find yourself having finished one task and then you're asking, okay, what should I do now? then all you need to do is look at your calendar and then you see what to work on. And so I think that removing that need to make that decision is really powerful because then you're just almost like on autopilot with your work. Like you just move from one task to the other because you've already decided what you're going to work on instead of constantly having to like use self-discipline and willpower to do the things that you don't really feel like doing. Yeah, I can see how that would work. And that's, it's funny, because just even with a lot of like habit changes and things like that, if you can decide ahead of time, like, okay, this is what I'm gonna, you know, these are the times when I can have sugar, right? Mm -hmm. And only these times, and this is how much I can have. When every time you're then presented with sugar, you don't go through, well, should I have some? Should I not have some? It's like, well, no, it's not the situation It makes it so it's, 
it's um, just hard lines that you set in the sand and it makes it a lot easier. So I could see, okay, I've set this time. This is what I'm going to do. And now I'm going to go do it. Yeah. I think so much of productivity and developing healthy habits is just reducing the need for willpower and self-discipline. Cause I don't think it's that it's that the really productive um, and or the people who seem really put together and productive, it's not that they have greater willpower. I think that they've just set their lives up in a way that a lot of these things happen automatically and they don't even need to use that much willpower anymore. Sorry, I've got a, a dog who just decided to bark at the UPS driver. <laughs> <laughs> but I love what you were talking about right there because it is, it's that we run out of willpower Mm-hmm. and self-discipline. We just do. You get to a point in your day where you're not like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. I'm just too tired. So can you actually suggest, so time blocking is one of the other ways. Is there another way that you could suggest to like decrease um, the need for willpower? Any other ideas? Um, Definitely like building habits and routines. I think one of the things that has made the biggest difference in my life is my morning routine. Um, Because I feel like when you wake up in the morning, it can be kind of hard to get yourself to do things because it's you like you just got out of bed. You wish you could have stayed in bed and it's cold and you're tired. But if you get used to doing a certain um, set of steps, a certain set of habits that make up your morning routine, it really does become almost like autopilot. And so, for example, the things that I like to do in the morning are just a little bit of exercise, taking a cold shower, doing my skincare, journaling for a little while. And these are all things that are so, so helpful and really help me to have a better day. But like, if I just had the general idea that okay, at some point today, I'm going to journal. At some point today, I'm going to take a cold shower. I don't think those things would actually happen because I would keep putting them off and putting them off. But if I combine them into this morning routine, get it all done at the start of the day and make it something so consistent that it's almost hard for me to imagine my morning without it, then It just happens every day and I don't even have to worry about it. I barely have to think about it. It really does become like an automatic action. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. That morning routine can, you can um, knock off a lot of things that you want to include in your day. If you do it right at the beginning before the world starts demanding that you show up. Yes. Yeah. And one of the things that I I love on some of your messages is the idea that tiny steps can lead to big changes. Mm -hmm. You know, this, and that's one of the things in terms of like changing habits that, you know, I've learned and work with people around is you change one thing and it's a little teeny thing, but it, you start to, you're paying attention to doing it and you get it done. And then you have that feeling of success And then you then have the motivation to add another piece to it. Yeah, that's why usually when people ask me how to start doing a morning routine, I usually recommend not immediately designing like a full 45-minute routine because that's 
quite a big change to go from spending zero minutes on your morning routine each day to spending 45 minutes. Um, And so usually what I'll tell people is to just pick one thing to start out with, like maybe every morning, if you currently have no morning routine, maybe as soon as you wake up, just do like a couple of stretches. And then once you've gotten used to that, you can add something else like taking a cold shower and just slowly building onto it so that it's never a huge drastic change. And you're really giving yourself time to get acclimated to each new thing that you're adding um, and ensuring that you're actually going to stick to it. Yeah, that's the only time I ever actually finally got into a meditation routine that would Mm -hmm. work for me is I, I knew I was going to have coffee every day. Yeah, I could sit down with a coffee and and do it then. Um, And that's how it's stuck. Yeah. Is, tie, is tying it to something I loved anyway, that quiet time. Um, so now, yeah, now I really, really love it. So one of the other uh, messages that I like that you have is that every moment is an opportunity to change your life. That's just such a positive way <laughs> to look at because there's a way in which I think people, um, they get so frustrated with themselves and so mad because they don't do what they say they should do, what they know they should do. Mm -hmm. and but yet you can change one thing right there and and that is the start of actually doing things differently yeah that was absolutely like also a message to myself because that is something that I've also struggled with is just the idea that like if if I haven't been having a productive day, then the whole day has just gone to waste or even a week. Like if it's been a bad week, I just want to fast forward to the next Monday and get a new start. Um, And I just think that mindset is so unhelpful because logically at any point in the day or at any point in the week, you can turn things around and it doesn't matter if you break your streak or anything like that it's just whenever you want to get a fresh start you don't have to wait until the next week or the next day you can literally start right there and then um and i think that's especially important to remember now that new year's is coming up because i think a lot of people get really into the whole new year's resolutions thing and i've slowly become less and less interested in new year's resolutions as the years go along because every year I just find that um you know there is so much excitement at the start of the new year but ultimately a year is a long time and so many you you don't need to just have one fresh start at the start of the new year you can have so many fresh starts for yourself and who you are is going to change over the course of the year. What you want to focus on is going to change over the course of the year. So there's no reason to put that immense amount of pressure um, on yourself at the start of the year, because then you might end up being really disappointed if you don't live up to it. And more or less just kind of treating the new year as any, any other day, you know, and any day that you want to be like a new year's fresh start, can be that even if it's like June 17th and not necessarily January 1st. Yeah. I like, and I love that. And it's also just with anything where you say, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to start this habit. And then you don't do it. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of like, oh, well now all is lost. It's like, well, no, 
Yeah. Okay. So today, I mean, that's a pretty big mind shift set, set shift is to be like, okay, well, I'll sort of, I messed up today, but that's okay. I'm going to start again tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, it's really fun to talk to you. Um, I love the work you're doing in the world, just sp- spreading this really like you can do this. You can figure out who you want to be and how you want to show up. So thank you. Yeah, this is awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. And everybody, listeners, thank you for showing up for yourselves. If you're interested in learning more about how to um, connect to greater peace, see what we're doing at Superpower Experts, you can head over to yoursuperpoweredmind.com and check out our membership options. And uh, Beatrice, I'm going to put a link to the Bliss Bean in the show notes. So people, if they want to check it out um, and find out where your, your, uh, your newsletter is, they can find it there. Awesome. Great. Until next time, everybody go out and remember that you do hold the power to change and transform your world. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today. 